Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers, welcome to a great episode. Today I have Katie Bromlett from We Shape, and we talk all about diet culture and the pressures that women have felt over time to micromanage their food, over exercise, and worship at the altar of productivity. Katie opens up about her own personal experience of overcoming obsession with health and disordered eating, and how she's found peace by listening to her inner voice and really embracing curiosity and experimenting with other possibilities. We talk about the pivotal role of community in supporting your growth, the importance of listening to your body and why it's essential to challenge the status quo from the story of a woman who's pushed it too far to at the gym to profound shifts in mindset and identity. We cover it all. Plus, we talk about the full spectrum of human emotion and redefining our relationship with exercise and diet and why it's so important to chase the feelings rather than the aesthetic look. Uh, Katie has shined so much light on this with her work with We Shape. I hope that you are able to break free from some of those patterns that have kept you stuck, repeating the same cycles that kept both Katie and myself have a listen to the episode. I would absolutely love to hear what you think about it. So if you're ready to get curious about what fitness means to you and how to embrace a lifestyle that is freeing, keep listening. All right, ladies, I have another great iTunes review of the week. This one is brought to you by Mojo on the Island. And it reads, I am almost 60 years old and have spent probably 50 years worrying about my weight. I just listened to one of Kim's podcasts and loved her advice and outlook. I wish I could have heard this years ago, but looking forward to listening to more and changing my attitude. Oh, Moy on the island. This is exactly why I do this podcast, because so many of us have been wrapped around the axle about diet and exercise for decades, and we are done. We are sick of it. And I am so grateful that you are able to find me, and I am Grateful that I'm able to help you shift your mindset around what diet and exercise looks like for the, the next best half of your life. So if you have listened to this podcast and you love what you are hearing, please do the same thing. Leave me a, a review. I absolutely love hearing them. I love reading them. And it just gives me that pat on the back that I am giving you what you need to hear. Now, if you're stuck with like, I don't know how to do this, I don't listen to iTunes, do me a favor, hit me up, I will definitely help you walk you through how you how to leave that review. So you can find me on Instagram at uh, Kim Jefferson coach, or you can shoot me an email. Hello at Kim Barnes All right, now on to today's episode. 
Oh, magic makers, I'm really excited today uh, today because this year I'm, I'm venturing into a lot about mindset and identity. And this conversation today is both. You know, many of us grew up in diet culture and we didn't even know it. We were at the bleeding edge of diet culture. We were told we should look a certain way, we should eat a certain way, or we were never going to hit our goals. And now as we've kind of said, I'm just so fed up, <laughs> uncle, we're starting to like raise our heads up and stop feeling like we are forced into these certain boxes. And today's guest, Katie Bramlett, has built a whole company around breaking free of all of the boxes we were told we needed to be inside. And I'm hoping that in this conversation, if you're still caught up in that cycle, maybe you might start asking yourself a few questions. Or if you are out of it, you're going to be like, girl, preach. Wherever box you are, I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. Katie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Hey, Magic Makers, are you tired of feeling like shedding that stubborn belly fat is an impossible challenge? Do you find yourself doing all the right things, but still not seeing the results that you want? Well, I've got some news for you. I know that feeling all too well. It can be frustrating and so discouraging, but trust me, when I say that it is absolutely possible to get rid of that unwanted belly fat once and for good, I know what I'm talking about. But here's the best part. You don't have to torture yourself with endless crunches or deprive yourself of your favorite foods to make it happen. If you're ready to discover the secret to getting rid of belly fat once and for all, I have something special for you. I put together a free guide that will help you transform your approach to losing belly fat so that you can finally start to see some lasting real results. In the guide, I will break down simple tweaks that you can do to help transform your metabolism and clearly drop some inches from your waist, steps that help you to manage that menopausal weight gain without resorting to extreme diets or thousands of crunches. You'll also get nutritional strategy that will supercharge your metabolism and banish that belly fat once and for all. So if you're ready to take control of that belly fat and finally get the results that you've been looking for, I got you. Grab my free guide. Just head on over to the link in the show notes. Yeah. So if I, you know, we look back into our, I'm going to say our teen years, you would go to the grocery store and every magazine you would walk past would be 10 days to this, or here's so-and-so's diet or five steps to great abs or what have you. And do you feel that we're still there now? Or do you think that the the times are changing a bit? Ooh, that's a tricky question for me because I ignore those <laughs> magazines and I don't follow those people on social media anymore. Um, but I do think that tides are turning. I mm -hmm. do think that a new is coming, but I think that a lot of us are still in the old methodology. Mm -hmm. And um, but I do think a new is coming. I just think we're at the beginning of it. So it's going to take some time for us all to become aware of what our choices are. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, when you are raised to believe you have to do something a certain way and then you get maybe an, you know, an opportunity to open and see that there's a, you don't have to believe that way. We need that process to happen a little bit more. And that's part of what we're trying to do at We Shape is just sort of like bring exposure to like, you have choices. Right. So what made you go down the path of We Shape? Yeah. So my co-founder and I, we used to actually have a different company. It was a body transformation company. So mm. it was, it was, 
it was bathed in diet and ex- toxic exercise culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, people came to us to transform their body and look better, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote, better. Right. <laughs> um, they uh, we had thousands of people come through our programs. Our company was doing very well. We had made the Inc. 500 three times in a row. We were awesome. scaling the company. Um, everything was great. I tell people my Instagram life looked wonderful, but there was something on the inside that that was just not okay, not settled. Yeah, and I think what I'm discovering what that is now was that all of these people would come to us, they would follow our diet and exercise plans, they would mm-hmm. lose a ton of weight, and they would still be miserable. Yeah. And I was like, this is not the path to go down. We're making great money, right. we're building a big business, but this is not what I want to spend my time doing. Yeah. So yeah. I just started getting curious. And then I discovered that people think they're after weight loss and they're mm. not. Mm-hmm. They Weight loss is the thing that they think will get them the thing that they actually want. But yeah. I'm here to say that I've watched thousands mm-hmm. of people lose weight and not be happy. So yep. um, it's not weight loss. It's am I valuable? Am I worth it? Am I loved? Do I have meaning in this life? It, it's not the number on the scale. Right. Um, and so that's it's a really <laughs> layered topic, but we essentially shut that company down and we decided to create a, a fitness company that was rooted in movement yeah, um, and, and getting your body to feel good and then shifting the mentality around uh, some of these beliefs that no longer serve us. Yeah. So you just said so much stuff that I'm like, I'm hoping that the listener, like there were so many different topics that we could probably spend an hour on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first part is that Let's go back to the transformation. So I've, you know, when I first got into this business, probably about 20 years ago, and that was what sold, you know, 30 days to this. And you would see thousands upon thousands of people show their before and after pictures. And you're right. You know, if you follow the rules, you got the results. However, what happened on day 31? And, you know, as you said, you lost the weight, but you still had a job that sucked. You lost the weight. You still were miserable. And you thought the weight was what was holding you back. Yeah. And I, one of the things I like to tell people is if you can't figure out how to have peace and contentment and acceptance with who you are today, the weight loss will not be the thing that gets you there. That's different Mm -hmm. work. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I understand that that's, hard to to grasp because everything in our culture tells us otherwise. Yeah, a thousand percent. You'll be healthier. You'll be this. You'll be that. And I'm like, you know, I had someone on our podcast recently where I think she identified 16 different health behaviors, like things that contribute to your overall health. Um, and like diet and exercise fell under like 5% of the impact. So it, it it's, yeah. it's, 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 it makes a lot of money. So we hear about it a lot mm. more. Um, but it's not all of the pieces. In fact, I believe that there are many other things that have to come first in order for us to be down a path of like true, authentic, whole health. Yeah, you know, you're you're right because it's like, I think because we're bombarded with all of the media saying that, you know, if the key to happiness is how you look. And I don't think anyone, I think, right, I think Oprah has a book right now um, about what does it truly mean to be happy? And mm-hmm. no one wants to sit in that because that's hard. Like I'm not 
I'm going to go quote unquote doing anything where I'm trying to lose weight. You know, I'm going to the gym and I'm eating Brussels sprouts or whatever the hell I'm doing, but I'm doing something versus sitting in my feelings. And Mm -hmm. that's hard. And happiness is only feeling happy is only one of the varying feelings that we can have. right? Right. So it's like even questioning that goal. Yeah. Like, you know, if I'm going to reach for a goal, I'm, I may be reaching something towards like maybe more acceptance, acceptance mm. of the spectrum of emotions that come in because it's the resistance to those that actually yeah. create so much of the pain and the suffering that we experience. So, you know, I have to remind myself daily, like the goal isn't going to be that you're happy all the time because you're a human being and right. happy is one emotion, you right. know, and emo- human beings are way more complex than one emotion. Right. And and it's okay to have a roller coaster. It's okay to be like, you know, we were talking before the podcast started. You're like, I'm a mom, like I'm running around wiping noses and then I got to be a businesswoman. So it's like every day we have different roles that require our emotions to be here, there and everywhere. And some days your emotion might not be happy. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. And I think that yeah. I, and I think that like just kind of playing back to like the diet and exercise industry, it's like they just play on that, those insecurities and yeah. those false desires of if you lose weight and if you eat this and if you exercise like this, then you will be happy. Your life will all fall into place. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, human beings are so much more complex than that. Like, I'm glad that we're, you know, the industry is making so much money off of that. And I don't want to minimize the benefit of moving your body. Right. I mean, we are a fitness company, but the intention behind why we're moving our body and the methodology for which how we're moving our body is completely different. It's it's moving your body because that's what you you want to do to care for yourself. It's not moving right. your body so that you can achieve a goal that someone else set for you. Right. It's like my intention when people come into WeShape is for them to learn how to turn down the external dial of Mm. the culture that we live in and learn how to turn up the internal dial that we all have, which is our, which is ourselves. So one of the, you know, most common questions that people ask when they come in is, well, how many times a week should I be using the app and working out? And I'm like, I'm not your body. I don't, I don't know. And they're just like stunned. They're like, aren't you supposed to be telling me what to do? I'm like, I'm supposed to be encouraging you to learn what you need for you. And that is a that is a foreign thing in our culture. Mm. We look towards everyone else for the answers. And a lot of those answers we actually have within us. And I think that kind of going more towards self and learning how to practice that muscle is probably one of the most important things that we can do. Yeah, it because I you know, it you know, diet culture taught us that here's the rule book and if do or die. You know, there was yeah. like, there was no wiggle room and in my business as well, when you're like, okay, I want you for this first two weeks just to like do you, just see how, let's see what you're doing because you might not be that far off the map from where you think you are. And they're like, but what about this? And what about that? And I'm like, just do you, like trust yourself, you know? And that's one of the biggest things that I took away from my stalking of you was the self-trust piece. And Mm -hmm. because we've been here's the rule book for so long, we've lost that like intuition that, you know, hey, I don't feel really good today. I shouldn't work out versus it's Monday and I got to do whatever the workout is of the day. And I can't do it on Tuesday because that's something else. Yeah. I really like that piece about that, you know, 
how do you get back in touch with like what's happening with you versus the checklist? Yeah, the checklists are, oh man, I I've, I still work towards unwinding those layers, right? This is like a journey that we mm-hmm. all have to go down. It's like, I've been in this mindset for my whole life, unraveling it in a day is not going to happen. But <laughs> um, setting an intention of like, hey, I've tried it this other way before, and I still really deep down don't feel that great um, about myself and just setting an intention to try a different path and being curious and open is what I tell people the first step always is. I used to have a company that was literally the exact opposite of the company that I have now. Mm -hmm. And that started with curiosity. It didn't start with an overnight revelation. It didn't start with a checklist. It didn't start with, it started with a little bit of curiosity and, and, and the transformation, it almost like took flight on its own. Yeah. And I know that's scary because we want the prescriptive checklist, Yep. but sometimes just being curious and being open is really enough for the train to leave the station. Yeah. No. And I love the being curious. You know, that's one of my uh, favorite words is um, curious. And I think for many of us, the curiosity is there, but we want the confidence that it's going to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. like I buy into said app and are you going to promise me in 30 days? Are you, you know, like what the end result's going to be? And for you and I, we're like, we're going to see what unfolds. And mm-hmm. most people are like, no, I want to see the after picture. I want to have that like confidence that I'm going to give you my time, my energy, and there's going to be a rainbow at the end of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not going to probably be a rainbow, but it's going <laughs> to be, uh, I mean, there are rainbows along the way, but I think that it's just being curious and open to that journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that I mean, what I ask people all the time is like, did your old methodology work? Like if if it didn't- Let's just stop it, right there. Let's just yeah. stop right there. Like that is the hardest question and the most unasked question people have. Because how many times have you had a you know conversation with one of your clients and you're like, okay, so what have you been doing? And they rattle off the things and you ask, how's it been working? And they sheepishly like, well, and they pretty much dance around. It hasn't really been working. Yet they would rather go back there than try what you're suggesting. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I try to also do here is continue to keep an open mind myself. Like not everybody is ready for this path. Yeah. Um, And that's okay. It's not my job to tell. That's the whole point. Right. (laughs) It's not my job to tell people what is best for them. It's my job to offer them a path that allows them to explore what they think is best for them. Right. And um, through like non-judgment and encouragement and support and community. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it's hard. Uh, and I do ask that question though, like what, what has it worked? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, then keep doing that. And if right. the answer is no, there are other options. You do have choices. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, especially for, you know, the community I serve are women over 40 and, you know, many of the women who come back to me after we've worked together, they started with me when they were 20s and then they come back and they're like, Kim, I've just been doing the same workouts you gave me, you know, in 2010. And, you know, the nutrition you talked to me about in 2010 and it's not working. And I'm like, Sheila, you didn't have any kids when when I yeah. gave that to you. You were 25 years old. I'm like, yeah. now you're 35 years old, two kids, you know, a very busy job, like 
that ship has sailed for your sister. Exactly. Yeah. I think, and that's just embracing the seasons of life. And I think mm. that's one of the things that diet and ex- toxic exercise and diet culture do to us is they say, you will achieve this and then you will need to stay that way forever. And it's like, mm-hmm. but that's not how human beings work. <laughs> We're constantly evolving and changing and growing and like physically, emotionally, mentally, like all, all, that's, that's, we're, you know, the only constant is change. So this idea that we will work towards this one ideal body type, that's another thing that I laugh about a lot is like, there's one yeah. ideal body type. It always changes right. and 8 billion people should have that. I'm like, wait, what? That doesn't math. The math isn't math in there. And so like we're set up from the start, but the idea that we're going to one, achieve that and then two, keep it forever. It's just, it's literally an illusion. It makes a lot of money. It gets right. it just keeps people small. And I just, it's exhausting. So that's what got me to kind of say, I don't, I just can't do this anymore. I'm exhausted by this path. Yeah. I constantly feel bad about myself. I'm micromanaging everything that I eat and everything, yep. you know, all I don't want to do that anymore. That I I want to feel more liberated in my body and and come out of this cage. And so um, yeah, just checking in with yourself and seeing like, does do I really enjoy this? Mm. And and then also like just sitting on some of those ideas around like, huh, am I really working towards this quote unquote projected ideal body type that I'm supposed to keep forever? Like just sitting in those concepts sometimes. I think we just believe them or we right. don't even know we believe them. We just are yeah. doing it. Yeah, and then yeah, we're yeah. like, wait a minute, let me evaluate this for a second. And then we go, oh, <laughs> that's a silly thing that I was believing in. You know, it's funny as you, as you kind of, you talked about that, you know, you're right. So many of us just get caught up in the doing, like, this is just how my life is that we don't sometimes pick our heads up and be like, why am I, you know, working out this way? Why am I eating the foods that I'm eating? Am I even enjoying it? Am I overanalyzing every, you know, second of my life? And, you know, when you say that, I know I've had that like conversation with myself, like, I can't like uncle. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, what is that? And I'm sure every person listening here is like, if they, if they're in the health and fitness field, they're like, yeah, I want to know what that, like that magic switch is that you get, you know, that point where you get to, of your like uncle, you know, where is that like tipping point that you're just like, there has to be a better way. I mean, I think it's different for everybody. I think, um, I don't know. I think that's why I just always encourage people to really go inward yeah. because I feel like that voice is really quiet and it gets mm. drowned out so much. In fact, it's reminding me. So I have a group of friends and I, we just read this book. Um, have you ever heard of the book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle? Yeah. 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 yeah um, we just all read it and I said, let's do an experiment for February. And we are each meditating five to 10 minutes a day with the intention of accessing that voice. And then we're kind of sharing with each other what that voice says. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that voice knows. And so yeah. everyone's tipping point is different. It doesn't have to be this huge thing that comes crashing down. It doesn't have to be an existential crisis. It can just be listening to this podcast and sitting in questions and being curious and saying, hey, I want to access that inner voice a little bit more. And I want to be curious if I really do like this path. And it it doesn't have to, it can just be different for everybody. But um, for me, it took a lot. I like had to really detach from an identity because Mm -hmm. I was running this other company and I like believed this was the way. And so 
it was, you know, for me, it was a little bit more of an existential crisis, but it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. It can just be, hey, I want to get curious and access that inner voice and see if I'm on the path that feels best for me, not what feels best for the projected version of me. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're you're right about that, that I, I think the getting quiet piece is very hard for a lot of people because we're... I'm going to say rewarded for how much did you do today, Katie? Mm-hmm. Like, how much did you get done? How much on that checklist did you check off? And, you know, I have a client who doesn't really sleep well at night. And I was like, well, do you have a bedtime? And she's like, well, I just keep going till I can't anymore. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm just oh, like, no. that's society being like, yeah. if you yeah. aren't productive, you aren't worthy of sitting down. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, that is really unfortunate. And I, my friends and I talk about this all the time, just this idea of like this, we talk about sometimes our older versions of ourselves. So I have this one friend, we, um, when our kids were really little, like babies, the way we would hang out with each other is we would meet at the grocery store on Sundays (laughs) and with the children, (laughs) by ourselves. And we would frantically do all of the week's grocery shopping and meal planning while we hung out together. And I was like, we would never, we've never stepped foot in a grocery store together since we're like allergic to it. It's like, (laughs) why did we think that that was the type of friendship that we deserved? Yeah. What messages were told to us that that was how we were going to get quote unquote, a break and rest in this, in this life. Like, And it just, it's really just giving yourself permission to say, why was I adhering to that? Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, is when you start dissecting those things and going down a different path, the people who are meant to be in your life and support that and are here for that will be there. And the people who will judge that and criticize that, well, maybe they're not, right? So, I mean, again, it comes back to what I said in the beginning. There are choices. I think one of my jobs and one of my hopes is just to make people aware of those choices. Yeah, like and, it, 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 we can we can go a different way. And it's and it's I think hearing, you know, conversations like this, you know, stumbling across companies like yours where realizing that a, the choice of a two hour workout or two a day workouts, that doesn't have to be a thing anymore. You know, nope. no one no one here listening to this podcast, unless you're training for the Olympics, then we're in a very different category. But most of us are training for life, you know, and training to be a smaller size, training to have some type of aesthetic appeal, or we're training because you're chasing a feeling that a workout gives you. And maybe as you kind of like, as Katie said, if I just sit for a moment and ask myself why, and you might not have the answer today, but maybe if you keep asking yourself why for five minutes sitting quiet, maybe that little voice who's been like locked in the closet might (laughs) be able to venture out and be like, I know why. Mm -hmm. And maybe give you an answer that you might not want to know. Yeah. Or it might be the, you know, aha moment that you've been waiting for. I don't know. But it's those like moments where you can just stop being and doing that might give you the most clarity. Absolutely. And so, I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of people come into WeShape because they're ready for that checklist and they want to work out. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like, surprise, we're, yeah. we're actually going <laughs> to. We gonna... do have workouts, but there's no checklist. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it is a little bit of a surprise, but I think people are grateful for the mentality shift yeah. around, oh, I didn't realize that like this was an option to me and that I'm a part of this community that can support that. I think community is so important yeah. because it, it, you know, it is not the mainstream to have these beliefs. And so mm-hmm. you kind of are a small fish in a big pond swimming yep. upstream. Mm-hmm. Um, and so finding your people and finding community is really important because then you can feel really supported in your journey and, 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 you know, it's okay to change your mind about something. It's okay to change your belief. It's okay to evolve as a person, right? Like we just, as humans want to attach to these identities because those identities give us that external validation. And what I'm saying is like, I would love to give people an opportunity to work the muscle of the internal validation. And it's, it's like, I, I used to be a quote unquote health nut, Mm -hmm. micromanaging every single thing that went into my body, obsessive. Like I would even say it was probably disordered eating. Oh yeah. And, and, um, and I am not that, and I got a lot of praise for that. Like people knew me as that person and I'm not that person anymore. And I survived that. I I detached from that identity. I opened my mind. I evaluated and got curious about other things that beliefs that may better serve me. And some people are confused by that. And that's okay. That's their Mm -hmm. business, not mine. But I will tell you, I have more liberation, more peace, more serenity as a result of that. And so, and then I just remind myself, this probably isn't the end identity either. Just be open, just be curious. You know, what you just said there, peace and serenity. And, you know, I am a recovering overthinker, overanalyzer, over whatever about all of my exercise, all of my food. It wasn't a good day until I could figure out what my food and workout was. Like I couldn't even like focus on my job without getting those two things squared away. And then I could move on to the next piece. So I get that. And when you're having the conversation with someone who's just on the cusp and you tell them like, when you're not thinking about food 24 seven, it's so freeing. And they're just, Mm. they're like, you know, they look at you like you just said, I saw a spaceship outside. Yeah. Cause like, you know, they want that so bad, but the thought of like not waking up and being like, okay, the workout happens here. Food, here's a, you know, here's my food laid out for the day. They can't, you know, they want that, but they're just like, I'm going to trust that you're going to guide me through that path. Yeah. And it's, um, it does require self-trust and that is tricky because a lot of people, especially who identify as female, our culture uh, mm. does not, it does, does not facilitate self-trust. It no. facilitates like look outside of yourself and get the validation from everybody else. And that's the, that's the other complicated piece. No wonder why we're like over intellectualizing and, and the chatter is so loud is because one person says, do it this way. And the next person says, do it that way. And then the third person says this way. And then the fo- it's like, it's a circus. Right. <laughs> and then you're chasing like, but will I look like Beyonce? So yeah. it's just like, it's like a never ending cycle. And then I'm also praised if I can, you know, do a four, you know, 40 plus hour job plus workout plus, plus, plus. And, you know, no wonder we're so damn tired. I mean, it's, it's, Yeah. My goal lately has been, you know, like, keep it simple. Like, Mm. how do you create more ease in your life? Like, how do you get in bed at 8.30 or 9? How do you, um, 
go slower? How do you have less to do? How do you stop defining your day by how much you got done? Like these are the questions that are in my mind now, because the more I reach for that, the better I do feel. Yeah. Um, You know, also questions like how do I accept that the the spectrum Mm. of human emotions is not just happiness and sadness. It's frustration. It's um, anger. It's joy. It's contentment. There's there's so many emotions. Like how do I access those parts and accept those parts and let those parts come out? Yeah. Um, You know, the conversations that are in my mind are so much different now than than they were when I was slicing cucumber all day. I mean, it just, <laughs> I just, and, 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 it, and in a lot of ways I'm like, Oh man, this feels like work, but it, it it's a different kind of work. And I would never yeah. go back to the old work I was doing. Yeah. Um, I, I like that because one of the things you, you talk about how your company is as you're kind of helping these women shift kind of their mindsets here is that you are saying, instead of chasing the look, right? So I'm chasing, you know, skinnier toner, whatever it is that the look that you're chasing, chase that feeling, right? So it's like, are you waking up with more energy? Can you play with your kids? Hell, can you sit on the floor and play with your kids without being like my back or whatever body part bothering you? Can you sleep through the night versus I tried on a pair of pants and they didn't fit or, you know, my legs look like whatever. It's like, can you just you know, divorce that and just say, how do you feel? Yes. And, um, and even further than that is like, again, how do we exercise the muscle of accessing what our inner voice says and not reaching for the external validation? So yeah, we're, we're, we even have like a feel good score that we have for people every month. So we're not really tracking like calories Ah. or how many workouts it's like, I love it. Feel rested. Do you, are you in pain? Uh, how's your self-confidence, right? Like we're, we're, we're tracking that we're quote unquote tracking, but we're kind of checking in on those things. Like, you know, like, do you have energy, right? We're, we're, we're checking in on those things because that gives us more, um, we're just trying to, people want to track something. (laughs) And I have tried to like, you know, play that line very delicately because I I really don't want people to be tracking how many workouts they're doing and getting badges. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I so people are, you know, coming into the community and we do ask them like how are you like every month we'll give them a little quiz like how are you feeling how are you sleeping what's your pain like as a way of just like slowly shifting those intentions we think that shifting those intentions is what shifts everything yeah 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 no i absolutely absolutely love that cuz i you know you're right like there's i go back and forth on like the uh, uh, merit badges because you know many of us like that as our kind of our motivation to be like checking the box. And I feel that. Um, But I also feel that, you know, if you are motivated by that, we can use that. But if you're motivated more by, dang it, I, I, I don't need four coffees today to get through the day. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe that's, or, you know, that's your merit badge or you woke up and you didn't have to hit the snooze button 20 times before you dragged yourself out of bed. You know, maybe that's your reward. And so kind of us deciding why, what are we chasing as we go down this, you know, healthy path? Yeah. And, and how do we redefine what health means? Right. Right. Like, so my kind of the older version of myself, people really identified that as quote unquote healthy, but I am, I don't, I am way have different relationship with food and exercise now. And in a lot of, and it's, 
it in some people's perspective would probably feel like, quote unquote, less healthy to the mainstream. But yeah. I feel much healthier now than I ever have before. Yeah. No, I, um, yeah. I because I'm that. not obsessing like mm-hmm. my my mind isn't there. Right. right. I'm, I'm actually. And and I also, you know, we talk a little bit about this on our podcast, like what a convenient distraction for a huge popula, you know, for half the population to be mm-hmm. sucked down a path of like, just focus on how you look. I'm like, there yeah. are way bigger things in the world that we need to be focusing on right now. And um, women are, women make all the people. <laughs> we are very, very powerful. And <laughs> Um, I just sometimes laugh at like what a convenient distraction to keep our time and our and our money and our thoughts consumed by what we're eating and and how we're exercising and how we look. I'm like, hmm. I mean, I I know for my own personal self, once I was able to shift that mentality and shift my intentions, I'm definitely thinking about bigger things. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's it's funny you say that because, you know, for the bulk of my career, um, I coached women to do um figure and fitness competitions. And that was, you know, a very uh, introduction to how I look. It was 100% look, look, look versus feeling. And as we were trying to get the women from show to show, we're like, we have to pull out from everything matters in your food. And, you know, you kind of get caught in that cycle that it's really hard for them to pull back and not be like, I must weigh and measure everything to the, you know, nth percentage of whatever it is that I'm chasing. And, you know, when I was doing that, a lot of people were like, oh my God, you're so disciplined. And I was like, was I? Or Mm. was I just a little, you know, just a little bit more um, hyper-focused and not really paying attention to how I felt? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's like that whole um, idea of no pain, no gain. Like we are like preaching the opposite of that here. We're like, oh, did your body say that didn't feel good? Stop. You know, we're actually trying to get people's brains connected to their body and taking the information from their body, not their brain overpowering the information that their body's giving them and pushing through something. Absolutely not. Yeah. Totally different, totally different relationship to your body. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, I still work at a gym and this woman came in on Monday and she's like, oh, Kim, I just want to let you know on Thursday, um, I fell off the treadmill. I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? And she's like, well, I kind of twisted my knee. She's like, it was like, it's red and puffy. And, you know, I hurt my elbow and I was like, does it still hurt? She's like, yeah, but you know, I'm probably just going to ride the bike. And I'm like, girlfriend, like something is still red and puffy. Like stay home. Like there's no, there's no merit badge for riding through the pain. Like you're not in the tour de France and you're going to let down the team. (laughs) Yes. I know. It's so sad that we, we have been stripped of our permission to listen to that body and to say, oh, my body says I'm tired. I'm going to rest. Oh, my body's giving me pain signals. I'm going to rest. It's like, it's really disheartening. And again, this is my whole purpose of having We Shape is like, I want people to get permission to know yeah. that they have choices and they don't have to do it that way. And we can support one another in those choices. They're not, this path isn't, this traditional path isn't serving us anymore. It's keeping us small. Um, and I really hope that, you know, many women and men can come in and see, oh my gosh, like there is a path that may better serve my physical and emotional well-being. And, you know, 
I, I, I think that it's pretty obvious now that the traditional path, if we really zoom out and evaluate it, it's not helping us. It's yeah. not serving us. Because you also talk about this thing, and I, I, I'm, I'm 100 with you on this. Um, earning your rest, you know, people feel like I need to do X number of workouts or X number of things in order to earn to sit down. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, what you just described. Hey, you know what? Like, I didn't sleep last night, or my baby didn't sleep last night. My kid's sick. Babysitter canceled. All right, I'm, I, it's, I'm just gonna take a day off. And it's okay because yeah. tomorrow's another day. Yeah, I think what we tend to do, and this, I mean, really specifically, I guess I'll just speak for myself, is that when things like that happen, we like lean in and just try to control more. Yeah. <laughs> and lately I've just been trying to surrender so much more to that. Like, oh, you had a plan of doing this hike with a friend, but you didn't sleep. So you feel tired. So plans have changed. Like this idea, I I get, I don't know about you, but like, I just get so much anxiety if like things have to shift. And it's like, that's, that's life, right? We have to kind of surrender a little bit. And I have been really practicing with like just taking more cues from my body and just saying, nope, can't do that. And just doing that. And here's the other thing I tell people, you can just do an experiment, like for a month, say, I want to just kind of like have an intention of listening to my body. And if I'm tired, I'm going to rest. And if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. And if, and and just see what happens, right? You can you can always go back to the old way, but it it never hurts to try a little experiment. And so, yeah, I rest when people are like, oh, what time do you go to bed? I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I used to be embarrassed to say that I get in bed so early, but now I'm like, yeah, I try to get like 10 hours in my bed. They're like 10 <laughs> hours. I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> I, I love yeah. so many things that you said there. So let's talk about the, the, the nighttime. You know, how everyone expounds about their like morning routine. I love my evening routine. Like I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I'm like, I'm in bed at like nine, nine thirty. I probably not, I don't probably don't go to bed till like 10, 10 30, but it's like that hour is like my most precious hour of the evening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I look forward to that so much. I, my kids luckily are still pretty young and go to bed by eight. And I just, I have a whole while the lights go down, the, you know, the, we're closing up shop by 8.30 in the house. Like everyone's kind of nestled in bed and then I just pop in bed myself. And sometimes I'll uh, read, sometimes I'll watch a show, sometimes I'll, I, I just do like a little bit of anything. Sometimes I'll call a friend, but it's it's in my bed. <laughs> Whatever's gonna happen is gonna be there because my body just wants that rest. And then I feel like that routine and that ritual also prepares my body. Like if I get in bed at 10, my body needs that hour of unwinding. Yes. Then I'm not going to go to bed till 11. And some people are night owls. So whatever works better for you. But um, I always laugh that I'm not a night owl and I'm also not a morning person. So I need to bookend and get in bed early and not wake up super early. So yeah, I like to get in bed around same time, like 8.30 and 9. Like if I get in bed before 9, I feel like I am just like winning life. Um, it's not always possible, but just giving myself that hour of unwinding and doing something for myself, reading a book I like. Mm-hmm. Last time I listened to a book, I just sat there and listened. Like, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's my time. And um, I just, I, yeah, it's my favorite. I agree with you. It's my favorite time of day. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I, you know, my husband laughs because he'll be like, how long is it going to take for you to wind down tonight? I'm like, I don't know. Two well, hours, like however long it takes. Like some yeah. days it's like fifteen minutes. Sometimes I'm like ninety. I don't know. Like, do you? 
Well, you can tell him your guest today takes about two hours. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's my time. Yeah, I love and the, that. And the other thing I, I love what you said, doing experiments. And so many people like, and the one thing, you know, as you work, you know, we both kind of march down this path of breaking people from, from diet culture is that there's no one way, right? I might like, I, I like to think about like, like, you know, how, like food has like fusion, like there's Asian fusion and there's whatever fusion food. I like to think about, you know, diet and exercise as fusion. There might be a little bit I take from here, a little bit I take from there, a little bit I take from there and put it together because it works best for me. Yes. But it has to be an experiment. Like, I didn't just like wake up and stumble upon this. I wish I did because it would have, I'd have had a lot of, uh, been a lot easier than kiss all the frogs I did. But I feel just what you said. I have to experiment and know that out of the 10 things I did, maybe all 10 of them were duds. Maybe one of them were like, oh, I like that. Yeah. And that's why I say it always starts with curiosity, because if you're not curious and you're not open, you're not going to do the experiment. So starting with that openness and curiosity and just saying, hey, I, I wonder if there's something that I could do that would be different, that would be a fun experiment for the month. My friends and I do experiments like a monthly experiment all the time. Yeah. Like let's just let's just try like one like my one friend and I have been doing like daily mantras and gratitudes and we change it every month. Like it's just it's just trying things to see what feels good and what serves us and taking those clues from the inside versus the outside and knowing right. that I think we want to have like this like math equation or this like code for life. Yeah. And if we just punch in the right numbers, everything will be good. And I'm like, oh no, like everyone's equation looks different. And um, it's okay that nobody has it figured out. And if they say that they do, they're lying to you and themselves. Like that's not what life is about. That's not what being a human is about. It's about connecting with yourself and and doing these experiments and understanding what works for you and what doesn't. And can you be brave enough to say, Ooh, everyone tells me I should do it this way, but I don't feel like I should do it that way and doing it anyway. Right. Yeah. That's like bravery. That's courage to me is just checking in with yourself and and going the, down the path that feels good for you. And then being kind and graceful to yourself. If you go down a path and go, wow, I didn't, I didn't want to go down that path anymore. And then just saying, okay, great. What an, what an opportunity for learning. I'm going to try something else. It's also yeah. just because yeah. we're going to tap into that doesn't mean we're going to always go down the path that that is like the quote unquote right one. There is no right or wrong. It's just it's just listening to that to that deeper voice. And it takes practice. I, yeah. I'm practicing it every day and I'm still mm -hmm. like, wow, I have a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, it, it is practice. And, you know, I think in our society, we want to do something once, maybe twice and nail it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not and, the point. Yeah. And, but I, I like how, you know, you know, you can call it experiment, you can call it challenge, whatever it is. But I, my biggest thing I would tell my clients, try some for 30 days. And after two weeks, assess, like, what is it about it that isn't, you know, is it that's not gelling with you? And if, if it's because you don't have the patience, that's a different thing than my tummy hurts or it makes me exhausted or whatever. But like, just ask the question after two weeks, what's going on? And if it's patience, you got to suck that up yeah, and ride it out for another 30 days so you can truly have a like, okay, did I feel better? Did, you know, was I able to run faster? Whatever it, the whatever your measurement was other than I wasn't good. 
Mm, that's really important. I think what you're saying, just that like, yeah, it's so funny. We really do that, huh? Where it's like, am I good? <laughs> right. Like, you know, if if you told someone, hey, we're not going to track your, your workouts. We're, we're just going to see how you feel in the two weeks. Just check in with me. And after two weeks, they're probably like, well, I looked on, I looked on the scale or I did this or do that, or I wasn't able to lift more than three pounds and they would judge that's not a good workout or I wasn't exhausted or I wasn't you know, dripping with sweat. So the workout shit. Yeah. Versus like, okay, Sheila, but how do you feel? Yeah. You know, that would be discounted. Well, I feel good, but I wasn't dripping with sweat. Like, like we just lost the point of the whole exercise here. Yes, exactly. It's kind of like I think about when people are like, I'm like, oh, do you exercise? They're like, oh, well, I hike all the time and I do this and I do this, but I don't do formal work. I'm like, so you do exercise. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been on a hike where I felt like I was doing step ups for like two hours yeah. Yeah. and step downs on the way home. And my legs were junk for about a day. We got to redefine so much of this. It's so it's a it's a very large onion with many, many layers. But there is there is a path that we can all go down together that 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 commits to that un, unraveling, unlayering. And right. I think it's a path well served for sure. I mean, think about for years. I remember when I, my very first trainer, I used to walk probably about a quarter mile to the bus stop to go to work. And he's like, that, that doesn't count. For and, and like that, this is probably like 20 years ago. He's like, yeah, you know, that doesn't really count. And <sighs> now let's Crazy. fast forward that we're begging people <laughs> to walk. We're yeah. begging people to get that much activity into their into their life. It's a total reframe. It's a total mentality shift. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you would just you'd be so like if if one of your clients went from like, oh, they get maybe 500 steps to getting a thousand steps to getting 1500 steps, you'd be like, oh my God, that's fabulous. Where 20 years ago, it was like, mm, you need to go to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So much of what we think will trans form us. We think it's going to happen in the gym and it, it really happens inside. And I'm sorry to say that because people don't want that. They want no. the, they want the prescriptive thing, but it, I've watched a lot of people in we shape have huge transformations that have shifted their life and it has nothing to do with the scale. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and the last thing I want to touch on is you've talked about community and I feel that you know, I run a community as well. And I feel that like you and I could expound on anything. You know, you ask us a question, we have the answer. But I feel that when Susie in the group will say the same exact thing you or I would say, I feel it has more impact because it's like her journey versus yeah. much as you and I are like, hey, we're just regular people. We're like, we're not looked at that. Like they put us up on a pedestal and in spite of us being like, no, we're just like you. We're raised up because we're the group leader. But if Susie said the same exact damn thing that we would say, it takes on more weight because, oh, well, you're just like me. Yeah. Like you, you know, you understand my struggle. Um, and so I like that aspect of, you know, what you have that community because so many women just think I'm alone. No one gets. Yeah. Me. I, the community is a huge piece because like, so we have like daily community calls Um, 
And it's a huge piece because I want people to hear other stories. I want people to say like, oh, we're all on this journey together. I'm not by myself. Knowing that you're not by yourself is often the anchor that allows you to have permission to connect with yourself. And so, yeah, I really, I mean, we were all part of a greater culture and community that brought us here. So we need to be a part of a different culture and community that brings us to a different place, right? So um, community is one of our pillars that we shape. And um, I promise you, like, if you want to go down a different path, there are people who will be there for you. And you don't have to subscribe to the people on social media that make you feel bad about yourself. You don't have to buy the magazine. You don't have to buy the diet. You don't have to do any of those things. There, there. If you look for it and you get curious enough, there are people out there who are on this path who are there to support you. And I think community is an incredibly powerful tool to help our ourselves connect with those with those parts that that get us those things that we're actually wanting, which is yeah. better, you know, more self acceptance, um, greater peace, greater serenity. Um, those are the transformations we really want. We don't want the weight loss, and uh, community is one of the vehicles for helping you get there. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I truly believe it because it's like it's really easy to be surrounded by uh, people in your life who aren't trying to go down this path or they might be caught in that old like two hours a day at the gym and, you know, don't eat anything that's white or or whatever the vernacular is that you're chasing. Um, And it's hard for you to be that outlier where, you know, if you find this new community, you're like, oh, my God, you know, it's kind of like. Uh, it's like you look around, you're like, there are other women who are yeah. like me who think that, you know, I don't have to strap myself to the step mill in order to get what I want. Exactly. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better. So I um, I ask every person who comes to the show, like one question, what's one thing that makes you feel magical? Um, I think one of the things that makes me feel just magical is just when I can tap into that inner voice mm. and I let her come out. It doesn't happen all the time, but I try to access her. And when she comes out, I feel it in my bones and it feels feels magical. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love it's asking this question because I get such an array of um, answers that I, I'm like, I have no idea what it's, what's going to come out of your yeah. mouth. And so I absolutely, Great question. I absolutely love that. So where can people connect with you and we shape? Yeah. So we're on all major social channels. We actually have two social accounts. So one is uh, at we shape and it's all focused on moving and feeling good in your body. And then we also have um, at we shape podcast and that is all focused on the mentality side. So we have a lot of podcast clips and experts and stuff that come on that sort of debunk a lot of the myths in the fitness and fitness and diet industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your community can reach us at uh, we shape.com forward slash fit girl magic. And if they go to that link, they'll actually get a two week free trial at we shape if they want to check us out. Oh, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been absolutely fabulous. Magic Makers, make sure you head over and check them out. You know, you know here, I'm all about the moderation portion of it. And if you aren't following a consistent, progressed workout and you're just doing these popcorn workouts, 
for the love of God, try to find something like a Wii shape that can really help you just kind of go on a like a consistent path versus one one day here, one day there, one day God knows where you are. <laughs> so Magic Makers, enjoy the rest of your, sh- your day. And thank you so much for being on the show today, Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.